the summer, if you see me here, Shabbos afternoon, Sunday morning, and the sort of other ones on Tisha B'Av, whether here or in Yushalayim. Otherwise, uh, we're going to make an attempt to not finish the sugya, but at least end it for now. We have page seven, your handout. The Marmakam from last night. We raised the fascinating Shaila why the Rambam Paskins, the Gemara had two Shailas. If the son is the Rebbe of the father, does the father have to stand up for the son? Does the son have to still stand up for the father? And although we all daven, this should be a reality, the Shaila. That's Nachas, but the lumdus of it is very interesting. What takes precedent? You have to keep it Rabbi, keep it aim. And the Rosh says, you've got to be Machmer in both directions, and the son is to stand for the father, father is to stand for the son. And the Membekayim both fakus. And the Rambam says, no, the son is to stand for the father, period. End of discussion. But Vaz discusses in the first part why the Rambam might hold like that. And the second part, he's going to discuss the Maharami Rutenberg, where he didn't see his father anymore because he was afraid to be over and the Shadi didn't want his father to stand up for him. Afraid of the Zilzal, keep it up a aim. And he was afraid to be a Zilzal. He was the God Ladar, the Mani of Israel. And they didn't see each other. And the question is, uh, is that the only solution? He apparently felt it was. Circumstantial. We, the Marshal suggests they didn't live close by anyway. They wouldn't see each other that much. And the Radvaz is going to argue. And he's going to say, although he certainly had a Cheshpin, he's going to vote that the son should just be Meichel. And we'll get to that in a moment. Let's see the Shiloh again, page 7. Shout me many. The father does not stand for the son, even though he's the Talmud. Why is the Rambam Paskin only one of the two Shailas if both of them were in the Baid of There was no Pesach in the Gemara. As the Rosh indeed says, if we're Machmer, be Machmer both directions. How do you come out with a split sock? That was the Shaila in the Rambam. Tshuva, Ivra Dachi Paskin Roy Paskin. It's true. The Rosh and many other Paskin Roy Paskin hold Yatim Achmer in both directions. Kivin Delishita, Sekh Adaraisi, Yazlin Lukhurma, Hoko, Haben, Kaim, Mikami, Avi, Mishum, Kabir, Avi, Av, Kaim, Mikami, Benoi, Neshu, Benoi. Both have to stand up for each other. But the Rambam, Paskin, the Had Lukhurma, Had Lukhurma, the question is why? So he suggests following very interesting terrets. Keep it up, Aim, No doubt about it. Keep it up, Aim, There's no way, there's no drosha, there's no, you got to keep it means, uh, standing up among many other things. Shemhachi is fake l'chumra. So, Safi is l'chumra. Avol, keep it rav. Now, keep it rav is also d'reisa. He's going to say something which, to my mind, brings up the first Ramam and Hochus Nashim, which is the most famous of them. The Rambam often uses the Lushan of Divrei Seifrim, which clears the Raisa. The Rambam says, Yimakadish Aledi, Kicha Kicha Mistei Ephraim. He talks about Divrei Seifrim and other Lushaners, which sound like a Durabana. How can it be Durabana? She's an Eshesish, we would give somebody Chenik if they're Mazana, but she has a full status and she needs a Gek. So why would that be Medivrei Seifrim? So many, those came on the Rambam say it doesn't mean it's Durabana, it means anything from Drosh's Chazal. Is not called a derisa, even though it has the status of a derisa with whatever nafkamidas that might be. So he's making, sounds like he's making the following chilik. 
that Safed Reis applies to the pure races as opposed to the Drosher's Chachamim. Yes, yes. I, 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 and by the way, it's not even Pashat, he means this. I'm saying this just to soften it a little bit. It's still, it's, but, but you'll read the Lashon over here. Drosher's Chachamim, Deseb Es Hashem, Lekechatil, Rabbis Tamil Chachamim. One of the sugiyas uh, for next year. We're still not finished. Uh, we have uh, many uh, smaller topics in Yeridea. This is a small topic also. One simon, two simonim. Took us a year and a quarter. But uh, one of the sugiyas coming up is a very American sugiyah. Either an American sugiyah because we're not good at it or because we know nothing about it. And that's the sugiyah about Tashchis. Uh, not a well-known sugiyah. And it's a huge, huge issue. Hence the famous organization, Sheris Aplate, and many such fine organizations where they try to save thousands and thousands of um, dinners and tons of food going to waste. But is what, uh, if you're not doing that, what's the heter? Anyway, so over there, one of the coming attractions is, where's the posse for Baltashkis? No. You can't cut down a tree. What if it's not a tree? What if it's a chicken? Kugel? Rice? Appetizers? Desserts? Viennese table? So many hold, even in the Rambam, that it's still Teresa, just Rambam says there's no Malkus. So is it Teresa, is it not? It's not a parish apostle. You have many such interesting drushas. So he's saying there is a chiluk. Havi midrabanon, again, could be held, it's really an asmachta, it's purely drabanon. I'm saying it's possible that it's still Teresa, just a lower level, but I agree with Yitzhak to say that we don't say so, Teresa Lechum over there is a chiluk. Lafichach, Zlinabal, Kula. Because that's his trap in the Rambam. He says, very pace my like the Rosh. It's that the race in both directions. Keep it Rabban, keep it Avaim, and you got to be Machmer in both directions. Yes? Yes, well, the problem is the, the Ma'arami Rittenberg's case, which is now going to go on, he was the Rabban Shri Yisrael, and that was part of the problem. That's why, so or Makli, who was his father's so relative. That would be the race, right? From Moshe Rabbein or not? Um... Or not push it. It's yeah, it's, it's still not Pharish. It's that even if he's not your Rebbe and you never even spoke to the God Ladar, since he's the God Ladar, he's Robin Shotobane Agaila. Or Robin Shokobane Israel if you're an Eretz Israel. So that just gives it the status as Rabba Muvik, but according to this chat, it wouldn't give it any more weight. It just puts it in the same But, but the closer got up when Moshe Rabbeinu would, would play. Sure. Well, all things recall the din is Shad is it a din the race or something in between. Just that the Chiddush of God is even though you don't have a personal relationship, it's still, if he is the Rabban Shri Yisrael, he has the status of uh, Rebbe Muvah. That's the Chiddush there. Question is, what do Maram do or not do in terms of getting out of the Shailah? And why was that the only solution or was it the only solution? Avol, next paragraph. Tamili Milsa Masha Amru, Ben Amami Rutenberg, Mishallah Gdula, Lara Pnei Aviv, Laratza Shaviv Yava Etzloi. So he says, I don't understand. Why can't it be Michael? Let his father come. Why did he say we shouldn't see each other? His father will come and he'll stand before his father. His father wants to say, Machmer, his father will be Machmer. If that's the din, Savadar is Lachumra. Mabakar, Savadar is Lachumra. Lachi Tamadika Zilzul, Tayra, E, Kami, Kami, Avua. As the God of the maybe the Zilzul in his covet, Lessa. He says he doesn't think that's the case. Chada. Deraisi, it's not a zilzul if he's trying to be Mekayim of the Raisi, so it's Deraisi Lechumra. Vesu da ha-matzi l'meichol, and everybody can be meichol. The Kaimalan, ha-rav shamochel k'vada k'vada mochel, so the Ma'arami Rittenberg can be meichol. And the reason they can be meichol is the Araisa, the Raisi is Araisa, the Torah is his. The Raisa didei, 
which is sort of what the Marshal asked as well. The Ishlaimar, he suggests perhaps, next paragraph, the Iulavi Azla Kameavuakadeshalayakam Avim Fanav. He didn't want to go to his father because he thought his father would stand up, and he was very nervous about that, just like Rabbi Yachil, the son of the Rosh, ran out of the shul never to come back when he saw his father stood up for him, and he was mortified, he didn't want that. He didn't want to be mazalzal in the covet of his father. Maybe the din is that the father shouldn't stand up, and that would be horrible if he does. Now, if we pass in Savadar as the then that becomes the din. So why is he saying, Dilma, that's not the din? Okay, we don't know what the din is. But he was nervous, and he was... Very upset that the notion that his father should stand up when it's not so posh it, and maybe he passed him like the Rama. That's part of the issue. On the flip side, they made an agreement that his father shouldn't come to see him. You don't want to make his father go to him. That's the Zilzah the father's covered. Why should his father come travel to see him? So he's just trying to think why the Maram would have not had a solution because of this problem. He can't go there, and if he comes here, it's a Zilzah already, just the fact that the father's coming to see him. And that would be a zilzah. He should be visiting his father. The Maram did this, and that was his psaq, and that was his uh, way of solving it. He's just trying to explain what he was thinking. The Radvaz himself disagrees. He feels that if at the end of the day you can't see your parents and not give them a kind keep it of aim, then there should be a solution where you can make it happen. He's basically arguing, the Marshal said it also, but he said, if you're as great as the Maharam, okay, but if it's somebody else, the father would be very upset. But in essence, he said the same thing. If your father wants to stand up for you, you tell him, if he still wants to stand up, so then there's nothing you could do, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you can go see him. Is that posh? Mechila on both ends could work. mentioned, even if you're Merchel, you still have to do a Hidr like this, something. So he says, okay, so let them do it. Apparently, the Maharam felt he didn't want his father to do that. But he feels that uh, that's better than not seeing each other. Why should he not see his father? Remember this? Trying to figure out why Yaakov got punished 22 years. He was sent by his mother to get married. And Lovan was a swindler, not an easy guy to make a deal with, and he felt he had to offer seven years. Now, negotiations, you know, everybody always walks away wondering, should I have offered seven? Maybe I could have gotten away with five. Yaakov was brilliant, and he took a look at Lovan, figured, okay, this is what it is. I don't know where he got the number from, but he didn't want to offer anything more than he had to, and yet... Apparently he could have. Mother told him to go get married. It's cut off at the bottom. We once spoke this out. He said he should have picked a shorter time frame. What? No idea. It wasn't zero. Apparently it wasn't seven either. So if he was two years off, why did he get punished for all seven plus another seven? And then on the way back, so he explains, top line, 
So not only did he overshoot by the first one, but then he had to work another seven years. Now he couldn't back down because he already said seven years. So now he's got to work for a while. That wasn't his fault either. Love and switch them, but it all became there are a number of years he could have trimmed, and he didn't. So why doesn't he get punished just for those years? That's pretty frightening. So once he wasn't machshiv enough and he added, could be only added six months that were not necessary. But then Hashem is magalgal everything, venena shalem. And therefore that's where he got punished. He's trying to remind us how severe it is not to be separated from the parents needlessly. So he feels, he, he thinks he has a shot why the Maram did this because he didn't want to be bizarre the covenant of his father and didn't want his father to make him slap to him. But Lamaisa, he feels that it's better just each one should be mahadu each other and see each other. And you see how serious it is from... Yaakov Avinu. Okay, so that is Lagabe that Shaila. I saw an interesting before the um, concluding uh, remarks. I saw a Misa from Abchaim. And this goes to show you you shouldn't uh, assume with parents the general theme. We started the year. I'll include this in what I wanted to say in the closing remarks. We started a year, it was more than a year, it was a year and a quarter ago, uh, with the Chakira that the Achranim talk about. Is keep it off So their rise, Lakan Lakan, is probably a little of both. And I think they're both needed. If you wanted to, besides doing Chazar and all the details we covered, keep it off is one so you need constant Chazar. If you have the opportunity, Baruch Hashem, the parents are alive, and even if they're not, it's keep it off and he's constant chazara because it's an Isaiah. I tell Bachram who called me before Ben Azmanim, sometimes they call about Kibbutz Avimshah because they're smart. They say, I'm going home. Last Pesach didn't work very well. So uh, can we have a quick tutorial? Quick it never is as a sugya, but if we only have uh, 10 minutes, so I tell them that the, the Pesachim say, it's a din like Shleshem Yem Ked Machag El Chazro Behochus Pesach to Pesach. Behochus Sukkah Besukkah, not only Shleshem Yem, but on Pesach itself. And a Sukkah Shuas Lasso. Whenever you're about to put yourself in the matzah where you're hiding something, you've got to hazard over. And when something is built in, there's Yetz Ahura to get into issues with parents, and it's never so easy, and there's always uh, something going on, you've got to do hazara both in the halachic realm and internalize what the messages are and learn the Musa Shaboy. So I remind Bachram, I remind uh, children who are married who go visit their families. If they live right next door, you've got to hazar every day. If you see them once in a while, you really have to mentally prepare yourself. And both these aspects have to be kept in mind. One is it's exercicusus. Even if you agree, disagree, you think you're right, you don't think you're right. If no one's getting hurt, you're wrong whether you're right or not, and nobody asks for your opinion, and that's the exercicusus part. The regular Melamachaver, if you have a friend, you can argue the point nicely. With a parent, you can't really, unless it's something that needs to be done, and it's damaging if you don't. The Melamachaver aspect is interesting because. You have a chance whenever you meet anybody, whether you know them or not, to do chesed, to be mesamech people, to be done people, to not argue, not get angry, not talk lush and horror. Take all these bit on the and with parents, it's all true times a thousand. It's a very daunting. We're working on the chavero all year round, but all of a sudden, everything, the stakes are higher because. As the Mechazchim others say, it's um, Shaila, it is better than Malkam. That's what the Gzeir Sekasev is, that you can't treat them like friends. But then you have all the other Chayuvim based on Hakar Satayv of the 
being extra calm and extra nice and being down the kashchus and being machshev them and trying to be misamer them. So, Abchayim had a case. A lady came and asked for. She needed a bracha. She stood by the doorway. The rebbeitzin went in. It was years ago. She had. She's in the photography business. I'm just gathering some of the details there. Probably wedding chasna something like that. She had a disc with like the whole chasna two with last ten chasnas. She lost it. <laughs> she's going to lose like ten customers and probably lose the whole business. You can't like lose the whole thing. If she didn't have a backup copy, whatever the case, maybe the computer crashed. So she came to Abchayim. She wanted a bracha. She should find it. Okay. Couldn't Davin give some stuff to Mayor Balanese, the Rabbi oh, it's all good. Why not? Uh, maybe an Eitzah, what to do? Uncharacteristic, that's one of the uh, spooky stories of Chaim. Uh, it's a literature story. And uh, uh, the Rebbitson came in and said the name. She's plenty boss, and somebody apparently the name, but he knew the father. And Chaim looked up and said, Which, which daughter is she? Rebbitson said, Like, which number? He said, Yeah. He said, I don't know. Walked out, came back, number two, number three, whatever the number was. So he said, no, not giving a bracha. So she wasn't going to tell her, but she did bend and says her husband. <laughs> he says, why not? He says, well, uh, it's me to connect me to, because uh, her father's a big tamachacham, and she caused him to lose all his kids for yad. All the farm, like he worked years on They're all gone. I don't know, she spilled ink all over them. I don't know what happened. So he said, I can't give her bracha because I know where this is coming from. What was he trying to accomplish? He's trying to probably get it. I don't know. If, so Rebbe didn't want to tell, but she was standing by the doorway, so she heard. My client probably said it loud enough that so she should hear. And she was Neshaimim. She hardly even remembered. It must have been a long time ago, but Rebbe remembered which daughter it was from a family of the millions of people he meet, meets from 20 years ago. And uh, she went home, and she discussed with the husband, and then they reminded themselves, and went to their father, and they asked for Mechila again. The father said, look, I had a lot of pain from this. I was mechil you then. You want me to mechil you again? I'll mechil you again. They discussed his mechil again. She came back with her husband, and she sent the rebbeitzin again. And uh, and uh, Reb Chaim said, "Oh, they discussed with the father again, and they apologized again." Mechil gave her a bracha, and uh, the photography was located. Uh, what's the uh, muster of that story is that uh, you can't just assume we, we take a pass upon ourselves and, yeah parents want the best for us which they certainly do and of course the medical they don't want anybody to get hurt uh, they, the father didn't want anybody to get hurt and he still didn't want to lose all her computer software with all the photography on it and certainly didn't want her not to get a bracha from Abchaim but you know it's good for her and for him that Abchaim remembered that 25 years ago the second daughter of this family did this and there are things even long term that you should always try to go and patch up and not assume that, well, yeah, Papi Michael and I asked before Yom Kippur, that's usually good enough, but if it's something that caused a lot of Akmas Nefesh, sometimes it deserves a, a second look. A second aspect of, well, again, we covered this many times during the year, but part of the internalizing before you get into the realm of the Kibbutz of Aim, when you're about to do Lamaisa, when you're visiting, or when you're going to do something for them, or calling them, or picking up the phone is the fact that part of being down the kashchus for stamina l'chaver, and kolshkan, this applies to parents, is try to put yourself in their shoes. This is the hardest thing to do in life. That's why people are not that good at being down the kashchus, because we never fully understand everybody else, and we give everybody else uh, the... We want to be down the kashchus on some levels. We give them 10 seconds trying to think where they're coming from, and it doesn't work, and then we're just upset at them. And we give ourselves a lot of passes because we know what we're thinking. And to really put yourself in somebody else's shoes is very difficult. When it comes to parents, uh, one mice uh, that comes to mind from the uh, book I quoted once, once or twice, but it's a uh, great mice in there to be Mechazi people, the uh, father, mother, and me. 
a lady who was a uh, bookkeeper herself and her father was an accountant for many, many years. And he was a lot older and he was still practicing somewhat, but he was, wasn't agile and it was hard for him to get things done. So she came to help him. And uh, it was tax season and like, he wanted to redo all his files and I had to make different files because his skin was so already uh, uh, afraid. He couldn't even, so sensitive, he couldn't even handle the old style files. And they would and she, every time she came, it was like a seven-hour job, which she loved to do to help out her father. And for a couple of times she came and every time she did something wrong, can you imagine? A guy's in practice and he was a big accountant himself and all of a sudden anything he did, like Kalachayad, took two minutes, is taking two hours and she's not doing it the way I did it. You can get the picture, right? Apply it to a million and one examples and he kept getting annoyed with her and she tells herself that, you know, I had to like take the time out and drive around the block and like here I came to help and I have a family, I have nine kids waiting at home and I, I can't, and, and I keep getting Mutzer, like uh, what's going on? And then she sat in the car and thought about it and she realized, you know what, here's a man, my father, who I love dearly and he was, till recently, he was, he was running a whole firm and he was doing everything. I can imagine how aggravating it must be to have to ask somebody else to do things which I could have done myself as a double push it and now I need help and they don't even know how to do it well that can apply to a million and one things. And the reason we get frustrated is because we don't understand, because we're not there, because we're a generation younger, we're not putting ourselves in their shoes. And people sometimes complain, why people, why older people, they're getting so annoyed, and they're so impatient, so this or that. And usually my answer to them is, it's hard to know, but when you're 92, come and ask me the question again. It's a question of putting yourself in their place. And we're talking about people who accomplish a lot in their lifetime, and they're still accomplishing, but things can be a little slow, a little more frustrating. And the aside, which we also began with a long time ago, which the Chinuch says, is that the Kippur of Aim is based on Akaras HaToyv. Akaras HaToyv is also a bit of and a bit on the Mokham part is that we should learn Akaras HaToyv, that we understand that everything we have is from our parents, and everything we have from our parents is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the same problem we have with people who do us favors, often we turn on them because we don't like being beholden to anybody, to try to in our minds say, yeah, they didn't really do me. To, yeah, but I remember some favor, it wasn't really that much. And we like to do that with parents on some level also, because nobody likes to be Meshubit. And unfortunately, we like to do that in certain ways with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because the expression, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu do for me lately, which is clear, like you woke up in the morning, that's what a coach brought you late. You're breathing, you're listening to a shear. You're still awake after a 17-hour workday. That's already a nice nigla. So we don't work on the Melamah Havero, and then we don't work on the Kibbut Aveim, which has both aspects. We're not going to be able to try to perfect the Melamah And internalizing this and quick chazar in your head every time you pick up the phone, every time you go to visit, every time you interact with them is difficult, but it's one of the few mitzvahs that need constant... Hazar. And I think now that we know a lot more of the, uh, of the details, there's a, um, there's an aspect which uh, I think when we touched upon a month ago, everybody here was screaming and yelling. Uh, so it was the Mechabed Armah that we had, whether Mechayev to the Mechabed and Parents who are Rashayim, Mamish, the Ramam says yes, the Machabah says yes, the Ramah says not really, and we explain most of the time that's not going to be Nagayah, the Tanakh Shanishva. 
Baruch Hashem, that's not as common. But the same referring in our head, while we don't perform in this area, as we often don't do with our friends and with people who did us favors and people who helped us, helped us out, is because we don't like feeling Meshubit is like being free. And Chazal tells us, Ezeb and Chern, Ezeb applies the mitzvahs. But the short-term freedom people, the Ezeb tells us, nope, you got to be your own man. And I'm not a baby anymore, and I'm not, uh, I have to grow up, and I still have parents, but people don't like to admit this. That's what's playing deep down, is that we don't like the Shibud, and we don't like the feel that we're still beholden. And the, um, the Rishon case with the Mechab and Ramah, most of them are not the Rishon, they're good people, but the things I've heard from people over time, the excuses why they don't have to do this because, well, they didn't do everything right and they did this to me and they did that to me. It's, it's real, it's very human, and a lot of the factual uh, metzias that they're presenting might be true. But as we mentioned, barring real severe damage and ongoing emotional scarring, it's not much of a heter because it's hard to know whether the perception is true and even if it is true, the Gzeus Akasov still uh, comes into play. So... All this and 120 some odd shirim are things to keep in mind. Uh, we will hopefully have opportunity to touch upon some of the details. Uh, in the meantime, uh, don't forget uh, you'll be getting emails uh, when you uh, come back at the end of the summer. So um, uh, please, uh, if you're email, if you're not in the system, please write it down and give it to Shragi before you leave. And the Mitzvah we will pick it up. We'll be deep into Elul, so start doing tshuva before this year. Elul is very early this year.